0: As a mom, you wear a lot of hats, and sometimes it seems like you're going in a million directions at once. At the 29-Minute Mom, we want to give you the tools to bring it all under control and reach your highest potential. If you give us a few minutes, we'll help you find those extra hours you need every week to achieve balance and satisfaction in everything you're trying to get done. The 29-Minute Mom, it's time just for you. And now, here's your host, life's organization expert, author and coach, Jennifer
1: Ford-Berry. Hey, mamas, it's Jennifer back again with another episode of the 29-Minute Mom, and today, this episode is for you if you are just feeling frustrated, stressed out, and need another mom to kind of throw a life raft to your way of the world today. So my guest today is Natalie Hickson. Thank you so much for being on the show, Natalie. Yeah, thank you. Natalie is a wife, mom, auntie certified professional life coach, and you focus on helping discouraged Christian moms overcome destructive anger and burnout. This is gonna be a great show for so many moms. Um, I feel like, especially this year, if we really were honest with ourselves, we've all had moments of just anger, frustration, stress, just due to living through a pandemic. So I feel like your message is gonna be greatly received. Can you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started you know, having a passion for working with Christian moms that were dealing with some anger management issues? Yeah,
0: totally. Well, I was one. (laughs) And um, yeah, just grew up. I was angry. My mom and dad experienced destructive anger and didn't know how to work through it as they were teaching, you know, raising me. And they have since worked through it and have become very healthy in in their management of it. But yeah, I I just would scream at my children, Um, my youngest or my oldest now, especially she got the brunt of it. Um, the first ones are usually the guinea pigs, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Many things. Definitely. Yes. I was on the floor with her as a two-year-old throwing the two-year-old tantrum with her, screaming at her while she was screaming at me. And I was very abusive. I would squeeze her and leave little bruises on her arm. I would um, scream, throw things, just threaten her. Um, I did not know how to work through it and didn't know that I could, and I felt alone. I was very, um, I I got into this mindset basically where if she would just stop throwing tantrums and if she would listen to me, I wouldn't get upset. And so I started to kind of put it on her like, okay, she needs help. And so we took her to a therapist. She observed her and this is after her sister, um, our second child was born, um, And she observed her and, and then had spoke with us alone. And she said, she's a perfectly normal child for her age and development. And I'm just like, okay, uh, good. And then she said, Natalie, you need to be in here. And I was just like, wait, (laughs) what come again? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, but deep down inside, I was really thankful that somebody was finally acknowledging that I needed help and they could help me. And so, um, from that kind of started my journey of working through destructive anger, uh, it didn't end there after leaving therapy, I was still had the patterns and habits of screaming at my children, um, and, and frustrated with God. I was like, God, if, if you're here, if, if I really have accepted you as my savior, how come the fruits of the spirit are not showing up in my life and just kind of expecting that since I'm saved, they should be there. And really the fruits of the spirit are things that need to be grown and cultivated by spending time with him and trusting him and working through you know these these situations and, and just following his lead and so he continued to work on my heart and grow me and through various different experiences including life coaching school um, i ended up becoming a life coach and found this niche um, through a friend who also had a podcast and said hey you know we, we just talked about our motherhood journeys and our anger that we had. And she said, girl, you need to be sharing this message and reaching moms with the same thing on how you overcame it and worked through it. So that's in a nutshell um, why I'm doing what I'm doing today. So many moms are sitting out there thinking that their destructive anger is um, their load, their their weight to carry. They don't know how to talk to anybody about it. They're scared. But if they say anything, even to their husbands, that sometimes, um, that they'll be turned in or or they're afraid to just have that shame come to light. So I'm out there trying to shed light on that area and say, you're not alone and there's help for you.
1: Well, okay, I have so many things to say. <laughs> First of all, your raw honesty is amazing. So bravo to you, because I'm sure it's not easy to admit, um, you know, the mistakes that you made in the past as with all of us. And so mm-hmm. I think it's really, really amazing. One of the things I just felt like, you know, when they say, the, you know, drop the mic, I felt like dropping my mic on the floor when you said you were angry and your daughter was upsetting you and you were blaming your daughter. Because I feel Mm. like as parents, we don't want to admit our flaws because all of a sudden we're put in this parent role and we're supposed to have it all together. So of course, you know, if we don't have it all together, so many all of a sudden blame our children for aggravating us or triggering us or upsetting us. And I am sure when you said those words, Natalie, so many moms listening were like, oh my gosh, I've done that in the past. So I Mm. love that you called called us all out on it, including yourself Um, And the other thing that really just jumps out at me is the fact that you were already a Christian and so many Christian moms are listening to this show. I mean, it's part of my ministry and I, I, you know, talk a lot about God on this show, but there's also a lot of women listening that are not Christians. And the thing is, is that deep down, we're all the same. We're working to better ourselves and grow and Mm -hmm. we're like, parenting, man, it takes you out of your comfort zone so much. Nothing has taught me more about being a, a better person or wanting to grow as much as being a mom. So I feel like when you're a Christian, you feel like, why don't I have this all together? Just like you said, why don't I have more fruits of the spirit, which is simply the fact that you're still human and you still sin, And the good news for all of us is that God can help us with this. And you nailed it on the head when you said spending more time with him creates more fruits of the spirit and grows us to be more Christ-like. So this is really, really, you know, all of it is such good news. And I love, love the fact that you took something that you experienced personally and then used it to help other moms. Just amazing.
0: Yeah, thanks. I would never in a million years growing up thinking that I'd be helping moms work through anger, but this is where he led me and I'm, I love it. I absolutely cherish the moments of helping moms realize that they are good moms and they have really good kids and they get angry. They're not bad moms because they get angry. They're good moms who have emotions and we can work through those emotions. So often we end up in this cycle of guilt and shame because we've blown it, right? And instead of owning owning and taking responsibility of that, we just kind of sit there and self pity and go, I'm just a terrible mom. And so I'm constantly telling my clients and the moms I work with, you are an awesome mom. You have awesome kids. You just get angry and that's human. That's just totally normal.
1: Yes, so human. And then the fact that, um, you know, we have to be able to reveal our humanity to our children in order for them to see us as an example of how to deal with different emotions, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Modeling is so huge. And um, when a client comes into my program, the first thing, one of the first things I tell them is, from here on out, when you get upset and you blow it with your kids, I'm going to cheer you on. I'm going to be like, yes, awesome. What can we learn from this? How can we grow through this? How can we show our kids? How do you show your kids that you can make mistakes and this is how you work through and overcome that. And so often where we find joy is in that recovery after we've blown it with our kids, those tender moments of, you know, showing them this is what forgiveness looks like. This is what it looks like to receive and give that um, and to have grace and mercy and show empathy towards each other.
1: And it's, it's interesting because a lot of moms that are listening, We weren't taught this, you know, we didn't have children or I'm sorry, parents that apologize when they were wrong. So when you're not taught something, when somebody's not modeling it for you, you tend to not do that because you weren't shown a better example. Do you find that the generations are, you know like the new generation is kind of a little bit more um, interested in growing and changing? Cause I feel like I've had a lot of conversations with friends in the last few years, as our kids are getting older, how different our parents were as parents compared to what we're trying to do.
0: Absolutely. I feel like my parents, our parents generation, um, a lot of times, if you were talking about going to therapy or or counselor, um, whatever, psychiatrist, you had something really mentally wrong with you, you know, almost asylum type stuff. Um, It was not something that you did unless you just were really crazy, basically. Um, And, you know, in the last, what, 20, 30 years, that the shift has changed in the psychology world, but also life coaching has exploded, because people are more and more realizing, you know, I do need help, I need someone to help me stay accountable to work through some of the daily challenges and just kind of move towards the place I want to be. Um, So yeah, I absolutely think that that's been Been something to contend with and deal with. And um, the other thing too, that that's going on is because of technology and the new apps and all the things we're losing empathy and we have to take time to study empathy and compassion and grow that within our own hearts. And and understand what that looks like, even from a biblical perspective, so we can pass that on to our kids and help them understand. Because without na- without empathy, we're just raising little narcissists,
1: <laughs> and that <laughs> that is scary, you know, <laughs> uh, very scary. <laughs> hmm. Well, I think that uh, I think I, I, do, we're in the middle of for our Bible study. We're in a middle in the middle of um, a mom bi- Bible study, and it talks about how the this new generation of kids, they appreciate our authenticity more than we probably would have appreciated it from our parents. Like they are looking for truth, raw truth. They're looking for us to be real, not perfect. And I think it's because they're constantly bombarded with quote unquote, perfect images because of social media, that it's almost refreshing to them to see, you know, have somebody that's a mentor to them saying, I don't always get it right. Have you? Yeah. Have you seen that yourself?
0: Absolutely. And it's part of one of the things that I teach is after you've blown it with your kids, you go to recovery and you go to them. And and what I do is I'm like, hey, you know what, kiddo? It's okay that I was upset and that I was angry, but it was not okay with how I treated you. And I totally blew it there. Will you please forgive me? Um, And that's the first thing we do with recovery is we come back and instead of saying what they did wrong, why they're in trouble, what their consequences are, it's coming back and taking ownership for your actions, what you did um, that, that was hurtful. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you can talk to your kids about how are you feeling? you know, What was going on for you? And help them kind of draw conclusions and, and name their feelings and listen to them and validate how they're feeling. So you're doing so much in that, that process of, you're owning it, you're showing them, hey, I'm human, I blow it, I'm not perfect, I make mistakes. And it's okay to make mistakes. And this is how you work through that. I also, just since I'm talking about the recovery process, like to include, you know, some type of physical touch, whether it's a hug or a hand over the um, on the lap or arm over the shoulder, or something like that, or you're just connecting and saying, I love you. And that's something our kids so, so need to hear. They need to know even when we're angry, even when things aren't right. You know, there's many times. I've got teenage girls, right? We got hormones. <laughs> I'm hormonal. They're hormonal. We we try to understand this, but there's mornings that they're leaving for school and they get upset and we're both just kind of at each other. Right. And I'm like, you know what? I just want you to know this is an issue. We have to work through it later, but I love you and I love you so much. And I want you to know that I don't care what's been said, what, how you're feeling, how I'm feeling. Those are just emotions, but the the core of everything here is I love you. And it doesn't matter what's gone on. That's not going to change. So just helping them understand that kids need to hear that. They need to know that it doesn't matter what they look like, how they perform, who they are, what they say, how they act. Um, you will always love them. And through that, through that knowledge and understanding they're, they are more secure and they don't have as many insecurities as, you know, reaching out to other people or acting out because they're understanding that I don't have to be anybody I am loved and I'm special. And and the Lord tells me that as well. So it's just kind of teaching that with them.
1: Oh, it's so crucial. You know, yeah. so crucial. I have a teenage daughter too. And you know, it's <laughs> not, we don't always agree, but I, the one thing is I always tell her, it doesn't matter what you do. I, it doesn't change my feelings for you. I always love you no matter what. And yeah. I think that's real. Like we all want that in life. Let's face it. We all yeah want people to love us no matter how we act and you know even as adults you wonder if your parents feel that way so I just have to right. try <laughs> say that to my kids tell us a little bit about the difference between destructive anger and healthy anger because I don't think a lot of moms understand what healthy anger is
0: yeah absolutely so um destructive anger, anger is we'll we'll start there that is the, the anger that basically we're using to try to control a situation um, or make the other person know that they are not, like we are not okay with them. Um, and typically it's just that control thing where we're screaming, we're slamming doors, we're um, belittling, threatening, um, throwing things, even let's, let's go passive aggressive, the silent treatments, the snarky comments, um, the teasing, that's not really teasing. Um, you know, it's not really meant to invoke a joke. It's, it's actually hurting. Um, those type of things can um, hurt the relationship. So it's, that's the actions that hurt and destroy relationships. And that's destructive. Whereas healthy, normal anger is that, okay, I'm frustrated. This is painful. Listening to my child whine is painful, right? Or telling my kiddo to pick up their clothes for the 15th time is painful and frustrating, (laughs) you know, or calling them to dinner or right now, like I have a teenager who just won't get out of bed in the morning. It's frustrating, right? And so raising your voice or getting a little bit of a sharp tone in your voice, those things are normal mom things. Every single mom gets a sharp tone or raises her voice. Right. Um, it's, it's when we're losing our control completely, just flipping out. And even like to where I would get, I would get to a place where I would lose it. And then I was like an out-of-body experience and I come back and I'm like, what did I just do to my kid? Um, and so that's kind of really the difference. And then of course we've got the righteous anger, right? We've got the anger that, um, it's, It's just the anger that the Lord has. It's not right that this happens. Mm -hmm. Even when we have those normal mom anger moments and the righteous anger moments, we have to be able to work through it in a healthy way because we can still turn destructive really quickly in feeling anger. So, you know, what I like to help moms understand and what my clients work through very regularly is what I call sit and pray. So sit is stop and separate yourself, kind of that time out, calm down time. Um, I is the inhale. We need to be breathing when we're upset. That completely set, resets the nervous system. Like legit, we have a bone in our brain as we're breathing called the sphenoid bone. And as you're breathing, it massages your pituitary gland which sends out the feel-good hormones. So that's why deep breathing is so important. So we're separating.
1: I've never heard that before, that's really good. Isn't that interesting to take deep breaths, but I don't know if they've I ever know. Seen it that way.
0: <laughs> I know, and when you know that it's actually doing something inside, it's like, oh, whoa, that's crazy. So we're separating, we're, we're breathing, we're tuning in. That's the T, we're, we're thinking, okay, we're validating. All right, I'm upset. It's okay that I'm upset. There's nothing wrong with me for feeling this way. Cause right, many times we're made to feel bad for having a negative emotion, but there's nothing wrong with me for feeling this. Anyone would feel this in this moment. I just need to stop and go, what's going on, you know, and just kind of like taking that moment is, is, are we hungry? Are we hormonal? Are we tired? Have we, are we overstimulated? What's going on for all of us right now? And then praying, you know, Lord, I need strength. I need clarity of mind and take as much time as you need. And I know with little ones that can be really challenging, sometimes even with big ones. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes teenagers don't, want to leave you alone. <laughs> um, but my favorite place... Right. The the kind of a fun play on this too, is if you shorten it and just say, sit and pee, it reminds you to go to the bathroom. Let's do this in the bathroom, go to the bathroom, shut the door. Mom has to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. You know, and in that moment, you don't actually have to go to the bathroom, but you can just take that moment and and do this process and, and just calm down. And what happens is you start to collect your thoughts and you're like, okay, we just need to calm down and we can go work through the recovery process here. And even if you didn't blow it, blow it and you take that sit and pray moment, you can come down and work through recovery and just, you know, talk about what's going on for everyone. So that's kind of how I like to explain working through that anger in a healthy way. Um, and if you have blown it, I totally suggest I have this free download on my site. You can find it nataliehickson.com 29 minute mom called the trigger tracker. And what I like you to do is you go after you. Yeah. Yeah. You, after you've like had an experience and it doesn't just have to be anger. If you're sad or disgusted or afraid, go download that thing and just process your thoughts. Like give yourself some time to really think about why is this happening? You know, if there's something that a repeated event that keeps happening in your life where you keep getting triggered, you know, sit down and go, why am I, why what's going on for me? Cause we don't give ourselves enough time to kind of just process through and, and pray over it. And, and focus on how do we want this to look in the future. You know, how do I want to change this trigger? So mm-hmm. just taking that time and all of that's doing is is we're taking responsibility for our emotional health and well being. Right. right. We have we have to we can't just push through these things. We want to because it's faster. It's it's way more productive to scream at your kiddo than to take a sit and timeout. out break, right. Right.
1: right. Um, and it's so and interesting too that if you, you know, so many moms are busy doing all the different tasks throughout the day and they're putting everybody else first, but this just keeps, you know, reminding me how important self-care is because we've all heard the saying that hurting people hurt people. And if you're having trouble with anger, chances are something is hurting you. Or you're just not having good self-care. Maybe you're, you're sleep deprived or you're not eating right, or you're not taking, you know, some part of the day just for yourself. That's so, mm-hmm. so important in order to, to be our best moms. Right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and going along that, the other thing that's really important is discovering and releasing past resentments and things that are going on from, you know, that you've picked up maybe from your parents or whatever it is, if you can take some time um, and and work through some of these past things that have held that you're holding on to, um, that will also help you be able to model more to your kids and work through anger in a more healthy way because you're not holding on to all this past stuff either. You're just kind of being able to move through life and, and work through forgiveness and resentment in a healthier way as
1: well. Absolutely. Wow. So, so, so good. So, tell us, you know, where they can find you because I know there's moms listening out there. Obviously, Natalie has gone through this, so she's not judgmental whatsoever. No, not a bit. (laughs) Huge resource within her, within her website, within the power of Christ by just, you know, asking for help. So, tell everybody what's the best ways to get a hold of you.
0: Yeah, sure. So I'm at Natalie and that's H I X S O N. Um, and yeah, that's my blog is there. You can learn more about me there. Um, I'm not really on social media, so, um, that's really when you <laughs> download the trigger tracker. Yeah. Yeah. I was over it.
1: <laughs> oh, I am so over it myself. I've limit limited a lot of my accounts and time on it, but Honestly, if it all blew up tomorrow, I I think it would be doing us a favor. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And I just decided, you know, go back to blogging.
0: Blogging has been uh, an awesome. It's right there. It's on my site. You can find anything I'd post on Instagram. Right there on my blog. So <laughs> this it's a one stop shop.
1: <laughs> I love that mindset. I might have to uh, adopt that very soon. When, you, when you're when you don't feel like doing social media anymore, it's probably time to get off. <laughs>
0: Right? I know. It was, it was stressful. And it's
1: such a time (laughs) suck. It really is.
0: It is. Oh boy. I've actually connected with more friends. Really? Yeah. And I will tell you a social app that I am using is Marco Polo, but you get to pick your friends who you're talking to. Mm -hmm. I, I will coach my clients on Marco Polo. It's a great place. And there's not a distraction of all these other people you don't even know. on there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's it's time for a change for sure. And <laughs> you know, to me it's just more mental clutter so. <laughs> yes,
0: right.
1: But oh my gosh, I'm sure you everybody listening had so much so many aha moments about parenting and about destructive anger and now also about social media.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, thank awesome. you so much Natalie. I mean, I just pray that God blesses, you know, the work that you do. It's so, so important. And I know it's very needed. So God bless you and what you're doing. Um, Just, you know, huge high five on that.
0: Oh, thank you. And thank you for having me just, and any mom out there listening two things, you're not alone, reach out to me or somebody safe and talk to them about what's going on. And I always like to throw this in here too. My oldest who, who experienced the worst for me, we're so close now. And she knows everything that's happened to her. I was very honest with her and told her that we will work through anything that comes up that she's growing. Um, but it's a beautiful relationship and it's been absolutely worth the work I put in to work through the destructive anger and know that um, I can change. So
1: what a gift. How old is she now?
0: She will be 18 this year. <laughs> is she a senior? Yes. Yeah. Yes, she's.
1: It's a tough year to be a senior, we went through that last year, so good luck. Uh,
0: Well, actually, she's just becoming a senior, so I should say she's, we we homeschool, my mom teaches them, but yeah, she's walking into her senior year now, so...
1: Well, good luck to her and you. It's a it's thanks. a crazy season.
0: I know. <laughs> I can, Exciting, but yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that college drop off, or you know, the, the graduation, all of it. You'll be crying a lot this year. <laughs>
0: I'm sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, oh, thanks, man. Natalie, and thank you thank to you. all the moms listening out there in the world. You know, just like Natalie said, you're never alone. Please, please, feel free to reach out. It'd be happy to pray for you. You can send me an email organized at jenniferfordberry.com or reach out to Natalie. We'll have a link to her website in the show notes. God bless everybody. Have a great day.